Live from the ACU of Texas Studios, this is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Well, hello again, and welcome to episode 15 of the Noise Reduction Podcast. I am your host, Nelson Negron, President and Wealth Management at Velvet, but I can't even say that, can I? I can say it, but it just won't come out. That's what it is. Oh, so are we going to edit that, or are we just going to keep going We're with this? Keep going with Let's it. keep going with okay. this. President and Wealth Management Advisor there of Provident Oak Financial. There we go. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah, right. I think I was trying to talk too fast. That's what it was. Maybe you just need some more titles and things after your name, so it just really draws it out. No. No. Oh. No. Extra letters behind my name doesn't don't really make me feel special. No. Line the wall with them. <laughs> my name is Rihanna Negron, and I am the COO and the Client Relationship Manager at Provident Oak Financial, and we're glad you're joining us today. Uh, we're both totally off our game. It is a As Monday. We yeah. are, yes, <laughs> half asleep and decided to tr- go ahead and try to record before we go to kickboxing. Yeah. So, so it's a Monday. It's a Monday. And we got to be serious. These are serious questions we have. Motivated Monday? Is that? No. no. <laughs> yeah, now i got to think of something good, but I'm not motivated. Not motivated at all. <laughs> no. Mon- Lots of adults. Mundane Monday? No, that's too sad. That's too sad. <laughs> Melancholy not- Monday? <laughs> I'm picturing Grumpy Cat. I love Grumpy Cat. <laughs> I posted a meme on Facebook today, and it was this really grumpy cat. It wasn't grumpy cat, but pretty much the same thing, with their face covered by a big cup of coffee, and it says, do not talk to me till after the second cup. That pretty much explains me. Mm. Meh Monday. Meh. There we go. <laughs> it is definitely a meh Monday. A meh Monday. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is there any other M words I can... Yeah, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> Monday. Minutes. Is, Let's focus on the minutes on the that minutes. we're recording. Oh, okay. So I guess <laughs> there's an M on. word for you. There you go. All right. So today we got a, a little bit of a, I guess, a special episode for you. Um, They're all special. Well, this one's extra special because we have questions. Yes, questions. We have questions and maybe we have some answers. Real questions. I mean, I have some answers. I just don't know if they're going to fit with the questions. Great. I'm going to need real answers for the real questions. I'm going to need you to focus. Okay. All right. So this is Q&A, COVID edition. Dun, dun, dun. See what I'm saying? It's so serious. And <laughs> we're so not serious. Are we ever serious? No, that's no. the problem. We have to adult today. This is a serious topic. Uh, I don't like to be an adult. I know. I don't either. Adulting sucks. It does. <laughs> Nobody tells you this. When you're a kid and you're like, I just want to be older and I just want to drive and I just want to be an adult. They don't say it sucks. Or maybe they do and we don't listen. Either way, I feel like I was not properly warned about adulting. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into our question. So what's question? Well, we have what? How many? We have five. Three questions? Five questions. Five oh. questions. Oh, five. Five questions. Yeah. As much as we can <laughs> ramble on, I was pretty sure we shouldn't go past five in our time allotment. So, mm. yeah. So, so we're going to start with number one. That was a Holy Grail reference, by the way. But anyway. <laughs> See, it's Monday. Don't expect me to get these things. I don't even have coffee in front of me right now. So, anyways. So, number one. What's number one? <laughs> that would be the first one. Yes. All right. So the first question is... Number one. Number one. All right. Maybe I'll start with number five and go backwards. Uh, is this like in rank order, popularity order? 
No. We're just going to shuffle them up and go for it. Alphabetical order. <laughs> Numerical order. Num- that's what it did. Mm, that's <laughs> so, different. That's not in my notes. So number one. <laughs> In numerical order, is what is a top financial priority during times like this with COVID or any pandemic, really? Any pandemic, times like these. Any financial crisis, any right. whatever crisis. There's always a crisis. There's always a crisis, but crises like this. Crisis. Isn't that the plural for crises? Again, this is Monday. <laughs> Just answer the questions. (laughs) Um, Well, and this is something that, um, you know, we've been having quite a few discussions on. um, And I I think we maybe have have covered this a little bit in a previous episode, but um, non-discretionary funds. So that's a fancy word, non-discretionary, fancy word for things you have to pay for that you don't have a choice but to pay for. So the question is how much on hand should you have also known as an emergency fund also known as an emergency fund yes not the credit card credit cards are emergencies yes but also known as an emergency fund so the rule of thumb um which you know most planners would say is three to three to six months but i i think our current crisis has kind of really challenged that thought and really challenged that idea that three to six months is enough Hmm. and that you probably we probably should be planning for uh, when it comes to an emergency fund of six to nine months of non-discretionary funds in in a a uh, 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 savings or emergency fund. Um, so that's, that's going to include you know six to nine months of rent or mortgage payments, uh, six to nine months of. Uh, you know, tuition, if you send your kids to private school, uh, six to nine months of food. food. If you have teenagers at home. Yeah, that's in six to nine months is probably not nearly enough. We but. probably should have that to 12 <laughs> in our house. <laughs> Three teenage boys. Um, or, you know, uh, gas for the cars so and get to and from work. Mm-hmm. Um, six, uh, apparently six to nine months worth of being able to buy toilet paper is probably <laughs> well yeah but your fund has to be fully stocked so you can buy all nine months the first day that's right that's right yeah yes. you have to be able to buy all nine months on the first day of the pandemic before it sells out at least 12 carts worth of toilet paper at least yeah because <laughs> that's the top of the list there in a pandemic and an emergency is got to make sure you got toilet paper i'm not gonna lie i did find it important again with three teenage boys but Within reason. Yeah, that's, I, that all that food's got to go. Never mind. I, I just <laughs> Never didn't. <laughs> I didn't feel like I needed to be pushing the elderly down and tackling people to get toilet paper. Well, that makes one of us. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're not a nice human. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, so those things that obviously you have bills that you have to pay. So we're not talking about cable. We're not talking about yeah, the necessities. Uh, yeah, we're we're not talking about um, you know uh, Redbox. We're not talking about video games. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Your necessities, my necessities, maybe they're a little different. You know, those, those uh, um, things that you could live without. You know, maybe picking up a book off the bookshelf that has been sitting there for years could replace Netflix or Hulu or, okay, I'm getting a strange look right now. 
<laughs> or maybe a new video game could replace the, the old video game. The new one. A new yeah, one. Yeah, a new one could replace the old one? Yes. Oh, okay. You can trade it in and get credits. So, uh, yeah, so we should have, you know, in your emergency fund, six to nine months, um, depending upon... Gaming funds. Depending Just upon kidding. your job security, um, you know, uh, other financial goals you may have. Um, and for some of us, that might, might seem like it's going to take forever to get to that point. Uh, but at least start somewhere. Um, start getting in the habit of putting money money away, and uh, and you know eventually you'll get there. So yeah, I feel like the pandemic has been a wake up call. So even people didn't really think of these kind of funds as really important or had the idea I'll never need them. I think it kind of opened some eyes to how important it could really be, and it could make a huge difference. And I mean, not just for your personal life, for your business, if you're a small business owner. I mean, imagine what a difference mm-hmm. it could make for a small business to have an emergency fund at a time like this. Yeah, it really has kind of kind of peeled back the curtain on our financial situation um, as a whole as a country mm-hmm. and how prepared we are for times like this and how reliant we are on others to provide for our emergencies. And when we can do that for ourselves, it puts us ahead of the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Now we're being way too serious. Let's go yes, to number two. So what's number two? <laughs> number two is my 401k is in bad shape. What should I do? 401k is in bad shape. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously times like this can kind of rattle, rattle the nerves, can be unsettling uh, for, for a lot of people. And a lot of people are tempted to make drastic changes to their investment selection, whether it's in their 401k or other investments during this time. Um, But in my opinion, the best thing to do during a time like this is to take a step back, take a breath, and reevaluate what the goal is for that account. You know, and and your situation is going to be different than your next door neighbors, your coworkers, you know, Really, your situation is going to be unique to you. So doing what everybody else does, while it's normal to kind of run with the herd and, and, and maybe, um, you know, run because of fear, um, which is a normal uh, you know, reaction to times like this. Yeah, but what if you're in that herd of sheep that's scared and they're jumping off a cliff? You don't really want to run with that herd. No, so. no. So take a step back. Yeah. Uh, reanalyze why you're saving in a 401k in the first place. And if it's for the long term, if you still have a long ways to go, then the, you know, the question is, should you really do anything at this point? Um, and having, you know, having a professional that you work with, a financial advisor, a financial planner that you work with, can really talk you through and help you also. Um, a lot of times it just takes talking it out. To understand, oh well, this is my situation, and here's what I should be doing, or here's what I should not be doing. Um, and you know, there's there's a saying that goes that short-term pain will lead to long-term gain. So um, again, it is all unique to your situation and whether or not you should be doing something. Most, I would say, most 401ks are designed, or or their the intention <clears throat> is for retirement. You know that's the purpose of it, and so if you have a long term, long ways to retirement, then you know your situation is going to be different than someone who may be five, ten years away. 
So uh, uh, you just really have to step back and ask yourself what the uh, the purpose and the goal is for the account. Okay. I like that. Short, short-term pain will lead to long-term gain. It's gain, just like in the gym. Our trainer kills us every week. Mm-hmm. So short-term, we're dying. I'm dying. And everything hurts. And everything hurts. Yes. <laughs> Just but like your shirt term, does. Yes. Yeah. But the long term, <laughs> it's going to be worth it. So, yeah. yes. All right. So, number three. Number three. Everyone says stay the course and allow the markets to recover. How do you feel about this? Well, if we're asking this question when the market has fallen, um, again, it, and this kind of ties into number two as well, but if we're asking this question, when the market has already has already fallen, um, you know that really goes against the you know what we're taught when it comes to investing. Now the rule of thumb again is to uh, buy low and sell high. And so if we're our, if we're thinking about selling at a time when the market has crashed, well we're going against that. And and not that. You know, if you're thinking of doing that, then you're flawed or, or there's something wrong with you. That's normal. You're human. You're human. And mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, because the, the buy low and, and sell high uh, mentality is, is really, um, it really contradicts our, our normal thinking and, our, and our, our contradicts our emotions. So, uh, again, that's another thing is another time to uh, step back breathe, take a minute to realize what's going on and what is your goal. Um, now, does that mean that there may not be areas of, of opportunity at a time like that that you should move into? Well, that's possible. And that's definitely a conversation to have with a financial advisor is, you know, should I get out of something to get into something else that may have a better, uh, that may have a better opportunity ahead of it? Um, that's definitely a possibility, but to sell out of something to sit in cash at a time when the market goes down um, goes against the, 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 the idea of, of buying low and selling high. It's just like, you know, and, it, and it's funny because investing is really the only time that we want to sell when things go down. Okay, mm-hmm. think about it. When do you go and, and buy a car? Oh, when there's a sale going on. When do you go and... and uh, when you go to the store and you you go clothes shopping, you know, everybody, you know, generally takes a peek at the clearance rack, okay? Because why? We want a good deal. We want to sell, or I'm sorry, we want to buy something that's on sale. Like Amazon Prime Day. Amazon Prime Day, or you know, <laughs> Black Friday. Black, exactly. I mean, how many lines <laughs> do we see every year out the door yeah. uh, at Walmart or Best Buy or you know whatever um, because they have a sale going on. But then when it comes to investing, we always want to buy high. There's not lines out the door. There's not lines out. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's lines out the door, but they're doing it when prices have been raised hmm. instead of when things are on sale. So, you know, we really have to consider what we're doing and why we're doing it. And again, um, you know, are, 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 the, are the emotions that we're feeling at the time really dictating uh, our decision making. Mm. Now you're being serious again. <laughs> I am. Well, this is well, this is serious because this, is, serious this is, you know, one of the things that probably hurts most investors um, 
you know, a lot of the time. So, How do I continue to build on my existing savings or investing plan? Well, I think the key idea there is that you have a plan hmm. in the first place. Um, you know, are you saving already? And can you continue to do it? You know, so yeah, we're in a pandemic, but does that mean that your cash flow has changed? You know, and what's interesting is what um, a lot of economists have found during this time, um, they measure savings rates, the amount of money that people are saving through a given period of time. And they have actually found that during this time, people are saving more money than ever before. So just because there's an emergency going on in the world doesn't mean that you automatically have to stop saving. So if your current plan is, is working for you, if it's not broke, then why fix it? So, but again, you know, we want to have some targets that we shoot for along the way. So do we increase our savings contributions one or 2% a year? Uh, to build on that six to nine months of emergency funds and, and further. Or 12 with teenagers. Or 12 months with teenagers, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and then eventually in a budget, between 12 to 15% of your budget being um, including savings. And again, you know, that's going to adjust depending upon your situation, uh, what all you have going on and, and where you're at in your, fin- in, in your finances. So... Having a plan in the first place, uh, contributing to retirement plans that your employer may provide. You know, a lot of employers uh, match your contributions, so that's free money that you can take advantage of just by putting a little bit into a 401k plan every every year. And believe um, it or not, some people don't take advantage of that. Right. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of money out there that gets left on the table every year because people aren't taking advantage of the matching that, that could be done. And also paying off debt can help you save money in, in the long run as well. You know, you've heard us talk a ton about paying off debt um, whenever possible, as quickly as possible. And interest kills you. Yeah, interest rate's going to hurt you. You're, mm-hmm. you're paying more for something that, you know, cost it, you know, only cost a certain amount when you, when you bought it. So, uh, yeah, if we can limit the debt that we owe and save consistently, then we can build those, those emergency funds uh, for times like this. And that's another conversation you have with your financial advisor, even when it comes to paying down debt. I know we've talked about it in the past, whether or not you should pay off your house and just big things like that. Um, you sit down with your financial advisor, have those tough conversations and figure out what's actually the best for you in your situation because it varies. So, yeah. Okay. We're down to our last question. That would be number five, right? Number five, in numerical order. Numerical, oh, okay. All right. I was a little confused. I know. It's because it's Monday and we need more coffee. Yes. It's okay. We're we're almost done. If we haven't put them to sleep, we're doing okay. All right. But number five. Wake up. Yes, I know. I need a bang coffee bag. I was talking to our listeners. Oh. Especially if they're driving. We don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, please wake up. Don't do it. We're going to need a new disclaimer added to our, like, 10-minute disclaimer. Like, do not fall asleep while driving and listening to our podcast. But anyways, number five. You're listening to the smooth sounds of... (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to take that lady's job. What's her name? Oh, Delilah. Delilah, yes. (laughs) The male Delilah. 
<laughs> okay, so number five is what's the what, what's the question for number five? <laughs> what I can't even talk. What about financial planning before a crisis happens? Now we've talked about this. I guess we probably I guess we can go into this again, but I, I feel like we've we've have really been. You know, beating a dead horse. But what if this is somebody's first time listening? Well, then they need to go back and listen to the other 14 episodes. Well, let's give them a little sneak peek into what they'd be hearing. Plan. (laughs) (laughs) No? Okay. Um, Ideally, yes. Uh, You want to have a plan long before uh, a crisis. Uh, You know, trying to figure out how to get things done in the middle of a crisis really... Uh, kind of puts you behind the behind the eight ball, as they would say, uh, which I don't even know where that term came up with or where it came from or anything. Who it's came up like with that? shopping oh. for a fire extinguisher while your house is on fire. Yeah, that wouldn't work. No, I was trying to think of how that could be possible. And well, if you didn't have one, and then you just your house is on fire, you head to Home Depot, and yeah, same idea. Yeah, no. more than likely your house will be burnt to the ground before you get back. Before you even find one in stock, most times. But yeah, not a good idea. Yeah, so plan ahead. Plan ahead. <laughs> uh, plan for the long term. Uh, you know, one of the things that we talk about with with our clients is you know you have your your short term goals, you have your your medium term goals, and then you have your uh, your long term goals. And so having a plan in place uh, for for each of those, and being able to look at the whole picture, get some you know guidance, um, have good financial behaviors in place and, and practicing, practicing those on a daily basis uh, can definitely help you uh, be prepared for a time like this and, and be able to kind of keep moving along like nothing ever, well, I shouldn't say like nothing ever happened, but <laughs> as smoothly as possible, as smoothly as possible yes. right. Um, and also, you know, filtering out the noise. Um, that's one mm-hmm. of the things that, that we talk about is, especially on this podcast, is helping you filter through what is just noise in the financial market and what is actually mm-hmm. useful. And a lot of times when you turn on the TV, you turn on the news, there's not a whole lot that's useful there, um, especially when it comes to your financial plan. And so that's where being prepared ahead of time is is very important. Um, and, and obviously along the way, there's gonna be changes, there's gonna be things that uh, are gonna need to be updated and tweaked but at least have somewhere to start from, um, at least have a plan in place to, that can be changed and updated mm-hmm. as, as your life changes. You know, we, we, we talk to our clients all the time about, hey, we're gonna do a financial plan, but we're also gonna review it on an annual basis. You know, maybe you're planning for a wedding this year, and, and so we need to update the plan to account for that. You know, maybe you wanna buy a new car this year, so maybe we need to update the plan to, to account for that, or whatever, whatever, life changes you have going on, um, you know, we can adjust for it, but planning ahead of time is, is definitely important. Yeah. I believe it's said that a comprehensive plan can help put your mind at ease and shift the perspective from short-term noise to long-term planning. I like that. Yeah. Which we say it all the time. Yep. Filter through the noise plan. Right. (laughs) Right. Turn off the TV, turn off the, the financial news and all the garbage that's out there that they, that they spread along the way and, uh, you know, get good information, good advice from someone you trust that can help you plan for the future. Absolutely. 
Well, we hope by answering some of these questions today, it helped put some of your minds at ease and it helped answer some of your questions. Um, maybe we didn't answer your question. Maybe you have something we didn't even cover and you would like an answer to it. Email us, message me. We love questions. We love to try to get you the information you're wanting to hear. Um, you can email us at info at providentoak.com. You can reach out to us on our noise reduction page, which is on Facebook. Uh, if you message me, we're pretty good about getting back pretty quickly. Um, our website, Provident. No, yeah, go to our website, mm-hmm. providentoakfinancial.com. Or even just providentoak.com. Yeah, we'll take you there. It'll direct it to, mm-hmm. yeah, redirect it to uh, Provident Oak Less Financial. Less typing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, da, 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 what else? Anything else? No, just uh, we appreciate the questions and keep sending them. And thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you hanging in there at episode 15 with us. Oh. Rate us, unless five it's stars. bad. We've been over yeah, this. If, if you don't want to, if you don't want to give us five stars, then just skip it. <laughs> yeah, don't don't bother with it. But you can give us five stars. Tell us why you like us. Um, <laughs> don't tell us why you hate us, because you'll hurt my feelings, and I get my feelings hurt easily. <sighs> I don't, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. On that note, thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you all have a blessed day. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Noise Reduction Podcast, securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Guest speakers and guest companies are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL Financial and Provident Oak Financial LLC. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All entities are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly.